The following resource is presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to A Counselor's Point of View. Hi, my name is Steve Finney and I will be your speaker today. Today's topic is entitled The Art of Spiritual Warfare. This is part one of a series that we're going to be doing on equipping people on how to conduct themselves with spiritual warfare. We hope that you enjoy this series. We have pasted this image in the world today that Jesus looks like this this cute little, you know, placid, pasty looking Jesus that we see in a lot of the paintings. He was a warrior. He was a commander-in-chief, and he knew how to handle everyone. He listened. Well, Peter, if you want to come, come. Peter responded to the command. He came out. He was in the middle of a miracle. And then Peter sets his eyes on something he deals with every day as a fisherman, and he starts to sink. And, And Jesus saves him, lifts him up, encourages him, lifts him up, and then rebukes him and says, Peter, why did you doubt? Read the passage. There's even more of it said to Peter. Jesus was kind of tough on Peter. Why? Because Peter understood authority. He understood commands. He understood what it meant to lead. He was not a small fisherman. Most men are intimidated by another man being in their life saying, Come! Well, excuse me. I'll, I'll think about it. I might. Okay. Stay in the boat. You track Peter's life and some of the other disciples' lives in the pace that they learned certain lessons. Jesus accepted every one of them in the pace that they're at and the way that they learned. The end result, they all end up giving their life for Jesus. Of course, the beloved John was the only one that didn't die a martyr's death. And there's a good reason for that, too. Okay. Finally, you need to understand the afflictions that you face, like I said before, uh, so you basically know where to draw your sword. Now let's take a look at this afflictions test. Here's some of the uh, symptoms inside this afflictions test. You have the, it could be the the desire to curse. Just pop them all up there, Anthony. Uh, desire to avoid reading the Word of God. Deep, uh, deep feelings of bitterness and hatred. Angry at the church or ministry leader. Desire to wa- uh, watch horror movies. Attracted to immoral media. Prone to lie or exaggerate. Undefined physical pain. Attraction to the dark side. Authority conflicts. Now, what we're going to do, those are just kind of some highlights of what you have in front of you. I just want you to take about five, six minutes, go down the list, and uh, check in the box of the strength that you struggle with in any of those areas. It's only a beginning list. There's many others, of course. This is just kind of help you understand a little bit the level of affliction that a person could be under. 
There's a little rating thing at the bottom. Quickly add up your score and we'll finish the message. In dealing with the whole issue of demonic control, demonic influence, uh, we'll speak a little bit more specifically during the aggressive warfare portion this afternoon. That's how he does a lot of that kind of stuff. It's very uncomfortable to talk about, particularly for Christians. Uh, I am not a Christian that believes in demonic possession for a Christian. And I know, I know that's a split issue in, in a lot of churches. Uh, but I do believe that the enemy uh, has the ability to harass a Christian and apply pressure and attack the body. And the body uh, acts and reacts to oppression far quicker than your mind does. And uh, because your mind usually is so focused on uh, grabbing a Tylenol that you don't realize there could be some other things actually going on. Warning signs, for example, of um, stuff God may be trying to show us. But I had a, 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 uh, a friend, pastor friend of mine, use an illustration on me many years ago to help me understand your question. And he, and he used the illustration of if I was sitting inside of a room, and as we were talking, he was actually using the room we were in as the example. He says, if I line the walls of this room with, with electrical energy, and I kept cranking up the, the power source a little bit at a time, so in the beginning you had no clue what I was doing. And secondly... Uh, the more and more that I crank this volume up, the more you begin to wonder if there's something wrong with you. Because your body would start first reacting to the electrical energy, and then pretty soon, I could actually control your thoughts, fragment your thoughts, make you very spacey just by being in a room with a great deal of energy. He says that is a good way of understanding oppression of the enemy, enemy using spiritual pressure around that, that Christian's life. It's external, but it can affect us internally. I thought that was a great illustration. So that's kind of how I understood it. A spoken word out of some man's voice to you at break time can bother you the rest of the day. So guys, put A and B together. If you think the enemy does not have the ability to throw fiery missiles at you, thoughts, he does, he can, and he does. He just uses pressure to get you to make the choice to respond. When I say get your helmet on, if he's going to squeeze your brains, get your helmet on. If he's going to push on your chest for a heart attack, get your breastplate on. If he's going to kick you where it hurts, you know, let's get your loincloth on. If he's going to snap you at the ankle, let's get your shods on. If he's going to try to you know, dislocate your hand, keep your sword in your hand. So forth and so on. You've been listening to A Counselor's Point of View. Thank you for joining our podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can obtain the full series, just log on to our website. Thank you for joining us today. 
This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at IOMAmerica.org. That's IOMAmerica.org.